0: From the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. It's a Bill
1: King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog.
0: I'm
2: a man. He
1: had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's a Bill King Show.
3: Red 7! I don't know what Red 7
2: means.
0: Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. 5th Avenue Downtown.
3: Hot Rock!
2: That's what we call a sack
0: What they do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills.
1: Was Michigan. Sorry about that. Yeah, Wrigley Field ball. think he's in Chicago, said so Bill. Michigan knocked Bruce that last game. TJ with us every Thursday. TJ Pittenger checks in from down in Tampa. And uh, Jim in Jupiter has question number one. TJ, what's the ceiling and the floor for Florida State in terms of wins? He says, ceiling for him is one loss and a trip to the playoffs. Floor is four L's, but that would take Travis getting hurt, in my opinion.
3: Yeah, so I'll start with the floor. I think the team could go eight and four if Jordan Travis got hurt. God forbid, right, because we all think it's going to be a special season. But I think if Jordan Travis got hurt in the fall camp and never took one snap, I think Florida State could go eight and four with Tate Rotemaker and and their backups. Uh, I think that's how good the talent is. I think that's how weak some of the schedule is. So yeah, I think perfect—you know—perfect storm of calamity. If you're looking at eight and four. Uh, I think the Steelers 12 and 0. I mean, I know that's—you know—I'm not saying they hit that. I'm not saying i predict that. But they're going to be favored in every single game they play except for Clemson, and they get Clemson really early. Florida State returns the number one uh, percentage of production this year in all of college football. Clemson's in the 30s, so they're not bad by any means, but they return. About seventy percent of their production. Florida State's up to around eighty-eight. So you're catching Clemson early. There's no reason you can't go in and win that game. I mean, it's impossible to predict somebody to go twelve and zero because college football is weird and undefeated seasons just don't happen super often. Um, you know, obviously you at most get one a year, and a lot of times you have a national champion that has one loss. So I'm not predicting twelve and zero, but yeah, I think the ceilings to win every game. I don't, I don't see why not. I think that. Schedule sets up pretty nicely for it. You take care of business in September, there's no reason you shouldn't win out from there.
1: When Florida State lost the three games, Wake Forest, Clemson, etc after that, what changed? Where did Florida State make their big jump to finish out the way they did?
3: Yeah, a couple of things. One, they had impact on second they didn't, right? First, I think they got a lot of guys back healthy. They got Fabian it back. They got Robert Scott back. Jared Verse was at 100%. You know, he didn't play a ton in that um, in that Wake Forest game. Still a little banged up by NC State and Clemson. I think they were pretty healthy against Clemson and just ran into a better team uh, or a team that played better that night. Uh, so, yeah, they got healthy on one side. Second, they played some pretty rough teams down the stretch. They, they were fortunate to play a few teams in a row with backup quarterbacks. Um, and so the schedule did just get – significantly easier, but Florida State being healthy, the way they were able to shut down the run of some of those teams and the way they were able to clog up the middle with having Fabian Lovett back and having their starting left tackle back and Robert Scott, I think helped tremendously. So getting healthy was really the big thing, and then the schedule lightening up a little bit certainly didn't hurt.
1: Georgia Dog on the Emerald Coast. Ask TJ what kind of NIL deal it would take for him to exclusively cover Florida. (laughs)
3: <laughs> um, I don't know i you know, I love Florida State, and I'd still secretly cheer for Florida State, I guess, but I, I don't think it would take that big of an idea. maybe maybe we could touch six figures we can talk have have your people talk to my people, but i uh as much as I love Florida State, I love playing with my kids and sitting home all day and uh not having to do real work, so it would it wouldn't be like an insane number by any means I'm assuming. You
1: picked up and you went to Liberty, right? But I'm assuming you picked up your love for Florida State in the '90s.
3: But I'd be accurate. Yeah, for sure. Uh, watching watching those great teams, you know, I I'm in Tampa, and so I really kind of started when the Bucks drafted Ward Dunn and Derek Brooks, and so then it was like, oh man, let's, you know, like what what all highlights do they have? And it was all FSU, right, when they got to Tampa, and then. Um, it was, you know, the the guardian goal. I mean, the colors are just incredible. So when you're a kid, and that's when you're picking teams. You know, the war chant and the colors and team and how good they were. And then they had a couple former Knowles, uh, you know, here on the Bucks, you know, locally. And uh, then I mean, I fell in love with Chris Winkie and Peter Warwick. I, I, you know, those were my guys for sure. And but really, the, you know, the the first real seasons that I remember were were Pete Up's years and, and Chris Winkie and. And those guys. And so, you know, you start following them, and they're in the national championship three years in a row, and they win one of them, and, you know, it, it makes you kind of a fan for life. So, yeah, definitely the late 90s for sure. Give us the yeah. demographics of
1: Tampa when it comes to Florida, Florida State, <laughs> Miami, or any other team you want to select. What would be the percentage breakdown of fans?
3: Uh, it just depends on who's winning. <laughs> oh. <So, laughs> Um, right now, it's a lot of Florida State. Uh, Florida, I think, it's, I think because it's so close to Gainesville, you know, it's only an hour and 45 or two hours away. I definitely think there are more Gator fans here. It's probably something like you know 50% Gator fans, 35% Florida State fans, and 15% maybe Miami fans. I mean, just smaller universities, smaller fan base. Um, they, they just don't have as many fans, I think, really anywhere. Um, but, uh, I, you know, so it's, it's a little more Florida, but right now you're, you're seeing more garden Gold than anything else just because, you know, Florida is coming off two straight losing seasons. And, you know, I just don't know how invested they really feel right now.
1: What about USF? What percentage would they occupy?
3: You know, that's a good question. So maybe the percentage does change a little bit and maybe they feel some of that Miami percentage, but. I don't know. I think, like, on game day, like, on Saturday, you see the USF stuff if if you're anywhere near the college or anywhere near the stadium. But I don't, you don't really see it a ton outside of that. I, you know, I, and I do live about 20 minutes north of the city. So maybe that's some of it. But people just don't, people just don't wear it as proudly on, like, a random Tuesday that, you know, like, I'll wear a Florida State shirt on a Tuesday because it's Tuesday. Uh, You know, it's just not the same. You know, with USF. So, I don't know, 5%, 10%, maybe cutting into some of those other percentages, but it's just not the same passion. You see way more bucks. You see way more lightning and rays like the pro teams, you know, unless it's maybe if it's game day or something like that. Tom in Myrtle Beach.
1: Ask TJ if there's any shot that the baseball team can win a national championship. Now, this is Link Jarrett's first year, and he's got to clean some things up. (laughs) But he said, look, he can get 100-1. to 1. Right now he can bet it. 100-1. to 1. He said he's got 10 bucks to bet.
3: What do you think? So, you know, I, I, uh, I just sat down with Michael Alford, FSU's AD, and we talked about baseball and we talked about football, and he did not guarantee a football national championship. He loves Mike Norvell. They just extended him. They both came in around the same time. I mean, that's his guy. He loves Mike Norvell, but he did not guarantee a football championship. He guaranteed that Link Jarrett was going to win one in Tallahassee. I don't know that it's this year. If you got 10 bucks to put down, it's just 10 bucks. So if it doesn't hit, just call me up and I'll reimburse you. So take a swing at it. But uh, I don't know if it'll be this year, but I think there's a pretty big confidence that Link's going to get one in, in Tallahassee. The story, you know, program, um, all those years of winning 40 games and just the national brand that is Florida State – I do think Link is the guy that gets him over the hump. And, again, nothing like your AD putting those kind of expectations on you. But that's why they brought him in. And, and Link said that in his uh, opening, you know, in his first press conference. Um, I chatted with a couple of the guys on the baseball team this week. And, and that's what they're focused on. They got a big banner that says Omaha. They're in the, in the clubhouse. Um, they're, they're very focused on it. Again, I don't know if it's this year or not. I think they, you know, need to, they need to add some pitching. They're very young. Uh, I think that, you know, the roster has, like, 15 or so brand-new guys on it or maybe even a little bit more. So, they're really young. It's going to take some time, but it will eventually happen in Tallahassee. Tommy Myrtle
1: Beach says ESPN released a preseason top 25. Obviously, it's February. But he has, I think he said Florida State 8th. I don't know if I saw it, but have you seen this list?
3: Yeah, I've seen them kind of all over. So they released like an S&P Plus, which is, you know, kind of all the advanced analytics stuff. Uh, that one I think had Florida State even at like 11 or something. Okay. But then I've seen different reporters um, have anything from like four to six to eight, somewhere in that range. And, you know, when I look at it, when I look at, you know, kind of what I expect next year, I mean, obviously Georgia will be one. I think Ohio State, Alabama, and Michigan will be all up there in that top five. I can see Florida State being in that – you know, four, five, six, seven, eight range, I feel like nine's too low and three's too high. So I think it'll be somewhere, I don't know, five, six, somewhere in there. So I haven't seen one, you know, I don't know exactly which one he's talking about with eight, but I've seen him kind of all over in that top ten when they're doing their way too early stuff.
1: TJ with us each and every Thursday talks Florida State College Football I don't know if you saw this way out west. It just bears a mention. But apparently, Time Warner, which is Turner, and CBS have dropped out of the Pac-12 negotiations, and they were asking 50. They say it's worth about 20. It's a big mess out there, I guess, is the point.
3: Yeah, no, and, and teams are teams are desperate. and Conferences are desperate because they know what's coming. Like, they know that, this will eventually be two big super conferences and then maybe there'll be a third conference. Maybe the big 12 tries to scrape some teams up and get some stuff, but nobody's waiting. You know, maybe not nobody, but I I think, you know, none of your premier program, like Oregon's not waiting on a call from the big 12. And, you know, so I think your, your premier programs, your, your Florida state, Clemson, Miami, Oregon, Washington, you know, your big time stuff, like they're not waiting on the big 12. And so like, all these teams know what's coming. All these conferences know what's coming. So I think they're trying to do anything they can to kind of salvage it at the last minute. But yeah, I think we all kind of know that they may not be called the SEC in the Big Ten in ten years. But we're going to have two conferences, and it's 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 probably going to look a lot like the NFL does right now.
1: Got maybe a minute, Jim and Jupiter said. Here's my thoughts: Jacksonville and Tampa are big Gator cities. Orlando and Palm Beach County are Knowles. Broward and Miami are Canes. Panhandle is split between Florida State, Florida, and Alabama.
3: Yeah, I think the Panhandle is definitely more Florida State. I think you'd be shocked at down south, like, you know, there's definitely a lot more Canes down there, but I just still don't think, you know, such a small school. I think there's a lot of Knolls down there in South Florida too. So, yeah, I think he's right.
1: TJ, tell everybody I think you can get your content.
3: Yeah, search Double Fries No Spa everywhere and check us out. All right, man. See
1: you next week. Thanks, buddy. There is DJ Pinter. Always fantastic. Jay Book in an hour out in Scottsdale. Got him in an hour of the Nashville Hotel.
0: The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic is happening on March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. And this year it's a doubleheader. For nearly a decade, the City of Columbia Parks and Rec Department has showcased the most highly attended women's college softball matchups in the state. The 6th Annual Midstate Classic kicks off their doubleheader at 1pm with the Bucks from Motlow State, taking on the Chargers of Columbia State. Then at 5.30, the Austin B. Lady Govs battle the Lady Vols of the University of Tennessee. Tickets to the Six Annual Mid-State Classics are only 10 bucks and are on sale now. Motlow State versus Columbia State. Austin P versus Tennessee. Wednesday, March 15th, starting at 1.30 at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. For tickets and information to the Sixth Annual Mid-State Classic, log on to ColumbiaTN.com slash Mid-State Classic. Or call 931-388-8119. That's 931 388 The Sixth Annual
2: Mid-State Classic.
0: Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. the afternoon stretch with Zach
1: Williams and Bruno Reagan.
2: You can have a fair criticism of me for what I'm about to say. If you get into the playoff enough, one of these years you're going to catch lightning in a bottle. The Titans missing the playoff this year was absolutely inexcusable, right? They had a team we knew was good enough to get to the divisional or conference rounds. And then you just catch lightning in a bottle or you have the two best games of your life and all of a sudden you're in the Super Bowl. That's a good goal for the Titans. The afternoon stretch. Afternoon stretch.
3: With Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. <laughs>
0: He gives you a wide latitude on topics because Bill King isn't afraid of your telephonic interaction.
1: Jay book with us about 20 minutes into hour three. So about an hour from now. Looking forward to that. Just see the news, Ohio State canceled their games in 24 and 25 with U Dub. Now, this has everything to do with the new league that will begin, well, with USC and UCLA becoming members a year from now. And schedules and all that. That's what this is about. Now, again, a lot of people criticizing. Let me let me tell you something. And and Washington just had a very good year. Ohio State's not afraid to play Washington. That 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 notion is silly. This was about the schedule and those complexities. And they're gonna pay what was in the contract, the penalty. I think it's 500k. Somebody, uh, bean, count me on that too. I believe it's 500K. Whatever it is, they're not going to pull an Andy Ludwig. Is that what we're going to call when when somebody gets cheap? <laughs> of course, that's not Andy's fault. No, no, no. I don't know what we would call it. Pull a pull a not Notre Dame. I. That's what. That's not what Ohio State's going to do. But yeah, 24 was scheduled for Husky Stadium. Beautiful location there on the lake and everything. And then 25 was going to be in Cbus. At the shoe. They did this deal back in 17. Was consummated about six years ago to play in 24 25. Washington hosting first year. Bucks hosting second year. That has been canceled. Washington released a statement. Gene Smith said, yes, we initiated this. And uh, there you have the story. I mean, I don't. There's been a little bit of an uproar. I don't get the uproar. Why? Why would I care whether they're going to play or not? I mean, what difference does it make? I mean, if if either one of them's good enough, they're going to be in the playoffs, and they can prove what they can do. Maybe they'll meet up in the playoffs at some point. Who knows? Josh says, Bill, Washington, Ohio State, Council Bluffs today, 2 o'clock. Go at it. Michael Penix against – we'll see who the quarterback's going to be. Buckeyes would be favored. Somebody get me uh, or remind me about Brad tomorrow, and I will uh, ask him what the spread would be. Buckeyes would be favored. There'd be some scoring in this ball game. I think Buckeye fans would probably be screaming a little bit at Jim Knowles after the game, but they'd win. Buckeyes win. Okay, today, Council Bluffs, 2 o'clock. What would the score be? Ohio State 38-24. to Something like that. No, Washington's a good-looking football team, man. They are. I'm I'm giving them the uh, respect that they are due. But the, the Buckeyes, Buckeyes go further down the roster. Buckeyes have better players. Yeah, 38-24, so it's going to be pointy. You know, maybe it's 38-31. Washington gets a late score there. Spread would be... What would the spread be? Seven to ten points. You guys, you guys who probably know that world better than me. I'm not Mr. Point spread guy. I can guess at it a little bit, but the Buckeyes would absolutely be favored. Time in Myrtle Beach, I think your confusion on Bruce was the aircraft story. No, 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 no. I I I've I've those are separate. I'm not even thinking about that even though that, that was what got him ultimately fired. Well, that, and then he lied about it. But, no, no, no. I was I knew it was either Michigan or Ohio State, but I thought it was Ohio State that eliminated Bruce that year, but it was Michigan. I remember I had the game on, the radio, because I'm in Tennessee, so those games are on in every city, the network, like like any state. And I was at the elementary school. It was obviously in the spring because it was the NCAA tournament, and Tennessee was collapsing under Bruce at the end. All of those – Bruce is a fantastic coach, X's and O's and all that. And uh, you could just see the team – Bruce and the team totally disconnected because it was over. And Michigan – yeah, Michigan, which is historically a very good basketball program, maybe not so much this year – but historically, yes, eliminated them. Yeah, Aaron Kraft, yes, that was was a Saturday weenie roast where somebody brought too many weenies, and you can't have that. You understand integrity, right, y'all? You can't bring too many weenies to the weenie roast and then have the NCAA just overlook it. You can't overlook something that bad, right? I was going to say egregious, except remember, that's on the verboten list. So we can't have that happening. We can't be reading something from the uh, verboten list. URC out there in lovely Incline Village, Nevada, says Bill. College baseball is a treat too many fans miss out on that helps shorten the non-playing portion of the college football season. Well, yeah, that might be the case for, for some, I like it just because I like it. I'm, I'm not, I like the rhythm of the calendar. So I don't have to get to the playing portion any sooner than it comes to us. But yes, I think you're right. I think a lot of people can absorb into that and it, it, Gets them to God's sport faster. Probably right about that. Josh says, Bill, JTT, that'd be number 44. And uh, Mr. Eichenberg would cause a lot of problems for you, Dub. That'd be number 44 and number 35. I think you're right. U Dump's gonna have a good year. I think I think another year need to keep Michael Penix healthy, which he was this last year. But that was I think that was one of the surprises in college football this last year. If you're just listing surprises, that's gotta be somewhere in there. Top water assassin. says, Bill, in Florida, the farther south you go, the further north you get. Probably more Red Sox and Yankees fans down there than college football fans. Alan can bean count me on that, he says. You are probably right. That's a good saying. So in Florida, the further south you go, actually the further north it becomes, at least with people. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Now, I like, look, all the beaches in Florida are beautiful. I mean, there's not a bad beach, but I like the Emerald Coast the best. Not just because we're carried on radio stations down there. I've always preferred the Emerald Coast. Just just love it. Now, I haven't been to every beach there, but. Been to a lot of them, been to Fort Lauderdale, been to Miami, been in the Keys, been, uh, been to all that, but but never, uh, some of the other, Vero Beat, some of them, like, I haven't been to that one, you know what, we were talking about this months and months ago, growing up, a lot of people would go to Daytona, I don't think that's such a thing as much anymore, but, and I've never been, I've driven by through there, but I've never pulled over and gone, I've, uh, I've gone in Jupiter. Absolutely, Ben and Jupiter. Hey, today we tape Kevin Hagan. Kevin Hagan joins us again on Fridays. Kevin said in the chat room that he thought last night Alabama may struggle against Tennessee. I thought Alabama would win. They were getting three points, and he put in the uh, the – Chat room, some of you are in that chat room. If you're an Alabama fan and you're not in that chat room, and I don't know how much more room they have or how many more they want in there, I don't know. But if you don't know about that, that's uh, that's a secret society right there now. But Kevin will tape with us today at about 11.15, my time, like we do now every Thursday to be heard on Fridays if you have any questions post them post them post them after the show though yeah after the show any Alabama related questions post them after the show yeah they went into the Tommy Bowl last night two things at least early on couldn't inbound the ball <laughs> i mean literally in a in a half court situation now and turned the ball over a lot, which is not real characteristic of this Alabama team. And Tennessee played well. Tennessee was shorthanded and still played well and pulled that game out. It was 29-29 at halftime. I thought Alabama getting three right there was a good good idea, and it wasn't. It wasn't. Alabama, those had a wonderful year. That doesn't change that at all, but, but. – Yeah, you're right. Basketball, I mean, Tennessee lost at the buzzer to Vanderbilt, a team that's playing very well right now, and they lost to Missouri. Perry Mason, Red Sox used to train in Winter Haven, and Ted Williams was in the citrus business at one time. I did not know that. Now, the Dodgers used to train – down at Vero Beach, didn't they move to Arizona? I don't think the Dodgers forever, I mean for decades and decades and maybe longer than 50 years, didn't they used to spring train in Vero Beach? I know they used to have an affiliate, the Vero Beach Dodgers, down there. I do know that. When I used to be all into the Major League Baseball, I would look up. I'd get the sporting news. You know, you'd get it, the big sporting news. I'd look in there, and it would have every Major League Baseball affiliate, rookie league, single, double, triple-A, all that, and I would check the standings, literally. Many years ago when I used to be into that, and I would check, being a Dodger fan, I would check, how's the Vero Beach, how's the Albuquerque Dukes doing? That was their AAA affiliate. I don't keep up with it anymore at all. Don't even look at it. Josh in London, Ohio. Bill, who's the bigger bleep? Ann Arbor or Ann Mulder? Notice I added it there. I kept it clean for the audience. I don't know either one very well, Josh, so I couldn't tell you. I don't think I would have an educated answer for that question. (laughs) Any of you who follow Josh, you can see what word he used. I just use the word bleep. That's all I've got. Jim and Jupiter, Bill, Daytona is another Gator town. The Gators control all the dirty cities. <laughs> I mean, Hogtown's not dirty. Not that I know of. I mean, I've been to Hogtown probably three, four times through the years. I always thought it was decent. I always liked it. Back twelve day, Bill, nothing but air and opportunity is stopping you from doing your show down here, Bill. You know what? I am. I don't know when we will do that, but I will be down. I'll, I'll, I'm going to do my show from the Emerald Coast. I've done it. I've done the show from down there countless times. We used to come down and do the show from the SEC spring meetings at the Hilton every year. I don't know, at least 10 years we did it and had a blast. Loved it. We'd get down usually a couple days before Memorial Day and uh, chill out a little bit. Then start doing the shows on that Monday, that Memorial Day Monday. We do the show all the way through about Wednesday, Thursday, because the meetings conclude towards the end of the week, come back usually on a Friday. Done tons of shows down there, and last time we were there wasn't for that event. It was spring break. I did my show down there too. So yes, I've I've I love that area. Absolutely love it. Could it be this spring? I don't know. I don't want to promise and then not get down there. But but here's what'll happen. Probably will be a last minute thing. And then what do I do? What do I do with the, uh, all the animals? I mean, they'd be mad at me, man. We don't have anybody to help with the animals when I leave. We don't. What's the unicorn going to (music) do? Or canoe do? What are they going to do when I leave? I'm going a couple of days. One time we went out of town we couldn't even get the neighbors they were, were going they were going to Disney they couldn't they couldn't help J book coming up about 20 minutes in hour number 3 Omni Nashville Hotel
2: Greg Pogue and welcome to the High Valley Conference Basketball Weekly Spotlight presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Drunk driving is the ultimate form of unsportsmanlike conduct. The Tennessee Highway Safety Office reminds you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. OVC Player of the Week, Junior Clay of Tennessee State and formerly Tennessee Tech joined the OBC Career Top Ten list for three-pointers made at 257 last week. He's already in the Top Ten for points and stills and needs nine assists to rank 10th there as well. Forehead State has a two-game lead over five teams tied for second. The Eagles can claim at least a share of their first regular season title since 2003 with two wins this week. In women's basketball, Saturday features a key game with first place on the line as Eastern Illinois and Little Rock enter the week 13-1 and tied for first place. Women's Player of the Week, SIUE's Ajula Tata had 25 rebounds against Lindenwood, second most by a Division I player this season. She added 29 points, making her the fifth NCAA women's player with a 29-25 game since 2009-10 and first in four seasons. Other men's honorees were SIUE's DeMarco Minor as top newcomer and Cameron Hafner of Eastern Illinois, top freshman for a third straight week. Other women's honorees included TSU's Erica Haynes-Overton as top newcomer and Charlotte For complete information on this year's OVC Basketball Championships presented by United Fidelity Bank being held March 1st through the 4th at the Ford Center in Evansville, visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville. For complete weekly schedules, including live video links, visit ovcsports.com to find other news and features and more. Follow the league on your favorite social media platforms at ovcsports and at ovcsports.com. You won't believe it until you OVC it. This has been the OVC Basketball Weekly Spotlight presented by Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You've been drinking, don't drive, and always remember that fans don't let fans drive drunk. I'm Greg Pogue wishing everybody a great week of OVC Basketball. You know, it's never too late to start feeling some March badness. Be sure not to miss out on all the action. The High Valley Conference Basketball Championship presented by United Fidelity Bank as they return to Ford Center in downtown Evansville from March 1st through the 4th as the first week of entries into the NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single-game tickets are on sale through each OVC school ticket office, Ticketmaster.com, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person.
0: the oblong spheroid than any man in America. It's Bill King.
1: By God, Virginia. Bill, what do you think about Shannon Dawson getting hired at the U? He says, I think it's sneaky good. Shannon Dawson, former player at the U, had been with Hoagie at Houston. And remember, he'd been at uh, West By God. He'd been at Kentucky. I think he was at Southern Miss. But he'd been the last few years down there with Hoagie and – originally was the tight end coach got elevated to offensive coordinator. Anyways, he's going home. He's been hired by the U. He is the offensive coordinator there. I think that's a decent hire. A little bit of news out there. When it comes to hires, coaches and all of that. Jim and Jupiter Perry Mason says yes. Dodgers were there and Vero, but they left some years ago. It was a big deal. They had Dodger Town and all that. Never got to visit that. Probably back in the day would have liked to have visited that. Larry in North Carolina, Bill, we see 30 A stickers here in North Carolina and Chuckle. We went down to Seaside every other weekend to their farmers market. Enjoy some local food and the beach. Whole area is gorgeous. Wife would rather live there than Sarasota slash Siesta Key. I do love that area. A lot of coach, like I told you, a lot of coaches buy uh beach houses down right through that strip. On old ninety-eight. Yeah. And and just love it down there. Kevin in Mule Town, who's been hitting parlays, man. Like NBA. Play your parlays. Bill, I saw where Bama hired Ken Wisenhut. He has the personality of a turnip. Signed, everyone who ever covered him. Well, I mean, he's going to be an analyst. It's not like he's going to be prominent (laughs) in front of everybody. But, yeah, I did see that. Georgia Dog says, Bill, the animals would be kept and pampered on the Ponderosa. Trying to buy a female unicorn online right now. (laughs) Yeah, that might help. That might help. Now, they're hard to find. That's why it's a unicorn, remember? Very hard to find. Dom from Pittsburgh, big Notre Dame fan, is celebrating he bought A very expensive bottle of champagne because Gerard Parker was elevated from tight end coach to offensive coordinator at Notre Dame. No, I don't know if he did that. Dom, currently I'm in Florida, and when I walk into establishments wearing my Irish gear, it's like I have an eye in the middle of my forehead. (laughs) Uh, they look at you like that down there. that that that's funny God is fighting Irish stuff on down there now what I'll what I wear from time to time Josh sent me it's the Catholics versus convict shirt long sleeve and he sent me two but my first one I thought I lost and then so Josh sent me another one John Josh was feeling bad for me so he sent me another one and then I found the first one so I've got two and I Oh, once every couple of weeks I'll wear that. I love that. And I get stopped all the time because of that shirt. And everybody says they remember that. If everybody that says they actually were at that game were actually at the game, ten million people were there. Very historic game, sure. Very nice. But yeah, I get people but people laugh about that one. And then some people. You know, that aren't college football folks and lots of people out there that that just don't attach to sports at all. They don't even know. They think it's funny because it's, it's Catholics versus convicts, whatever that's supposed to mean, it's funny. But they don't even know what the context is of it at all. Just Business says, leave the animals at home. You got a dozen kids. They can handle it. Come to Orange Beach, do the show from the NCAA women's beach volleyball natty. It's there every year. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know anything about it. I I wouldn't be able to comment on it. Imagine traveling now. Again, I'm not I'm not trying to be demeaning here, but imagine traveling to. And I I do hear the beach down there. Remember, Dane's got a place down there. And just business, I know, has got a place down there. But I hear it's it's just gorgeous, like the Emerald Coast. Hear nothing but good things. Yeah, nothing nothing but good things about that place down there. Jay book in about thirty minutes from Scottsdale, Arizona. Covers Ohio State. Follow him on Twitter if you don't. He's very opinionated. I think he's very fair and objective. When they're good, he's going to say it. When there's a problem, he's going to say it. He's had a lot to say both categories. And he's been a fantastic addition. When we get him on the show, he has been wonderful. Looking forward to that. Let me check. Like I told you, I've been playing with coin. Oh, it's down. Wow. Okay, I don't have any right now. It was in the 50s. It got after hours yesterday around 71 and 66 this morning. Yeah, keep coming down. It's exactly what I needed to happen, actually, because I'm wanting to get back in. C-O-I-N. Yeah, learn its personality. They're like people now. Learn their personality. Omni Nashville Hotel.
0: What happens to your decision making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more. Tee it up at Edwin Watts Golf Shops with the new 2023 Aerojet Woods and Irons from Cobra Golf. The new Aerojet Woods are designed with a unique aerodynamic shape that delivers faster clubhead speeds for longer drives. And the new Aerojet Irons are made with hot face technology so every strike delivers more distance. Elevate your game by swinging into Edwin Watts Golf Shops and get custom fit on the new Cobra Woods and Irons today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, unmatched expertise, unmatched service.
1: Welcome to Smashville, home of the
3: biggest hits in hockey and the loudest parties on Broadway. Join us at Bridgestone Arena Thursday, February 16th as your Nashville Predators take on the Boston Bruins. And don't miss Saturday, February 18th against the Florida Panthers. You do not want to miss these games. Purchase your tickets today at nashvillepredators.com slash tickets. That's nashvillepredators.com slash tickets. We can't wait to see you back inside Bridgestone Arena.
0: Let's go Preds! It's the NHL on Sports USA, and we'll be at the Stadium Series in Raleigh, North Carolina, skating outdoors at Carter-Finley Stadium. It's a matchup between the Carolina Hurricanes with Ajo, Mason, and Stahl, hosting Alex Ovechkin and the Washington Capitals.
1: Alexander Ovechkin, the greatest!
0: Saturday, February 18th, it's the Canes and the Caps. All season long and through the Stanley Cup Final, the National Hockey League is on Sports USA. Pre-game coverage begins at 6 p.m. live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. We have more Jeffs than you do. It's the Bill King Show.
1: Remember how Kevin in town was saying that he has a buddy? That bet 200 k on the Super Bowl. Bet Kansas City won. And then he said, Bill, and trust me, he had that to lose, meaning that would not have hurt him. He could afford to lose it. He's a professional gambler. Topwater Assassin has a story. My buddy got drunk, Bill. Put 10K on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl before the Bengals game. I thought he was going to hedge and bet a little on the Eagles. He didn't. He bet more on the Chiefs at halftime, won 25K. Bill, that's a late balls of steel. That is. (laughs) Wow. That's pretty strong. I don't have a story that matches that one. <laughs> uh now I have I have stock stories that easily match that one. Go way beyond that one. I lost a hundred K on some chocolate stock. I don't even remember the symbol. This is twenty years ago, probably. Let me think. Yeah, early Mid, yeah, early 2000s, yeah. That's when I started learning, don't take tips from people. Yeah, this guy was hyping up this, and I don't remember what it, but it had something to do with chocolate. <laughs> and I did, I lost. Eventually, it wasn't, you know, overnight, but I lost 100 out of it. So, I can I can go the other way on you. Tell you the, <laughs> the bad ones. Not just the good ones. <clears throat> That's all right, man. The unicorn, everybody, the the wifey, they all still love me. It, it was good. All good. You got to live it. Maybe not to that extreme, but you got to live it to understand it. All right. News items. Oh, I got people commenting on the beach volleyball. 614 Rob Bill. Women's Beach Volleyball down on the uh, coast in Alabama. I don't really think you need any prep time to cover it, if you know what I mean. Just business, Bill. It's Women's Beach Volleyball. You need or you know all you need to know. That's true. (laughs) I thought about it in that angle. Uh, Shannon in South Bend. Bill, growing up in Florida, he grew up in West Palm, right over there by Jim. Growing up in Florida, everyone knew Florida State was where you went to college when you couldn't get into Florida. I passed up a full ride in Gainesville for a beautiful time, beautiful winters in South Bend. More Florida State fans in Fall Beach County is laughable. That's Gator Nation. I always liked to, I always like to take states and see what the demographic would be. Right, like I've got people talking about Florida, Alabama pretty much controls the whole state. Maybe Montgomery. You could you could argue for Auburn. Obviously, Opelika, Auburn, right there. But I'm just talking about the whole states pretty much. Alabama on the border of Alabama. And Huntsville's gotten to be a sizable right. Huntsville's going a bunch. There's Tennessee overlap there, too. But Alabama pretty much controls that whole state, almost all of it. You could, you could say with the exception of Montgomery, you could probably argue, right? And then, obviously, Georgia's going to control all of that state. Doesn't matter. <laughs> now, Columbus, Georgia... You could argue all burn there though, right? But but almost the, the whole state. The state of South Carolina, like Topwater Assassin, if you could give us or Tom Myrtle Beach, somebody give us an assessment. RJ's a big LSU family lives there. Of that state, what's the Clemson, South Carolina breakdown geographically of that state? That'd be that would be interesting. Ohio is going to control almost all of that state. Ohio State, yes. What about Texas? That'd be an interesting one, too. Josh in London, Ohio has a tape of, I guess, is that a Betamax? What is that? says, Reliving the Glory Days, and it's a Betamax tape of Michigan, 1997. Bill, relive the glory days. Or is that, what is that? Is that? that that's what it looks like. Jeff, too, says, Bill, I lived in Montgomery twice growing up. Trust me, it's heavily... Concentrated with Auburn fans, I would argue at least sixty percent or more. Yeah, and I I haven't lived there, but that's what I've understood. That makes sense. Yeah, that does. That 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 makes total sense. Hour three is coming up. We'll get to Jay Book about twenty minutes in. Buckeyes, Big Ten, whatever you wanna. We can go. Pat, he's out there. He's out west. We could ask about the Pac-12's media situation, which. Latest reports are not encouraging at all. Yep, got to, Got to have media partners. Got to have money coming in. You got to have a flow coming in from your media agreements. Supposedly they're asking fifty. Supposedly that's getting laughed at. Maybe twenty. Now, in these negotiations, one thing you learn is what's written. Sometimes can be a setup. Remember, we were told they were talking Texas and OU for a while, and it was at an impasse and very unlikely to change, and then boom, here we go. But I don't think it's going so well out west. Thursday edition. We'll be right back. Hour number three Omni National Hotel.